You ready to go, brother? Absolutely. All right, let's get it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast, the best sports podcast in motherfucking Pennsylvania. And guys, we got a fire episode with you today. I actually have a bottle of water here today that I plan to chug and drink all of it because there's going to be so much fire on this episode that I have to cool myself down with the water. Today's episode, guys, we're going to be talking about my favorite, UFC. Now, today, I, I got Paul on here with me talking about UFC. So you guys know it is an important fight card. You know, the last couple fight cards I've been doing by myself, solo, making them short. But this one, we got a rematch between the Probably champion, Leon Edwards and Kamaro Usman. We're talking UFC 286. And we got a couple other fight cards that we want to break down on this. We got the fan favorite on this card, number three ranked Justin Gaethje, who is the underdog in this fight going up against Rafael Fizev, who got, guys, this guy is from Azerbaijan. I don't know how to say Azerbaijan. Basically from Georgia over there near Russia. Dude's a beast. We got another fan favorite on here, Gunnar Nelson and Brian Barberena. And we, we got a couple other guys that I want to talk about here because this fight event's coming live from London. Main event starts at 5 p.m. on Saturday. I'm happy about that because I'll make the whole fight card. I don't know about you. It's a happy hour card. <laughs> it's a happy hour card. I'll make it. I'll make it. It is. It is. Uh, I was actually looking at this fight card, man, and I'm like, you know, the last couple pay-per-views, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, the John Jones fight card was phenomenal. That pay-per-view was phenomenal. But Excellent. even coming into that pay-per-view, we're like, yo, when was the last actual good pay-per-view event from top to bottom? And honestly, I couldn't remember one in a while. We haven't got one this year. Um, just that one. Uh, the, the, the first yeah. two of the year weren't that good. This fight card, though, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm actually very shocked at some of the competition they have on this because we mm-hmm. all know uh, we got the United Kingdom. We all know how I feel about the UK, UK fighters. I'm not I'm not too thrilled on them. So for me to say I actually like this card, listen, we all you already know I, I talk a lot of shit about the UK fighters just because I don't know they 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 bit me the wrong way going forward. Maybe Michael Bisping, I don't know. Um, I was say Bisping did that, then uh, yeah, there's probably yeah, a couple Bing other guys. I'm, I wasn't a big fan of Hardy either. Um, maybe because they were going up against guys that I really liked that were just way better than them, that were Americans or Brazilians or something. But I'm not going to lie to you, Paul. There's probably like five or six UK fighters on this fight card that I actually really like, that I think people need to pay attention to. There's two of them in particular that are on this fight card. They're on the prelims that you guys are going to need to pay attention to because I think they have potential to be champions. Going forward, not this year, one of them. maybe next year. There's actually, actually three of them now that I'm looking at it. But uh, we're, we're going to yeah, start talking about them. them. I'm not going to say they're going to be champion this year, guys. I'm not saying that. I'm saying they have potential. If they grow, if they work on their game, they're going to grow. Um, actually, let's talk about one of them before we get into the Usman fight. The first fight on the uh, regular prelims, we got number 12 ranked in the flyweight division, Muhammad Mokayev. This guy's from the UK. He looks like a Russian, but he's from the UK. And, man, I'll tell you what. This guy is an absolute animal. The reason I want to talk about him is because he's 9-0 so far in his career. He's the minus 900 favorite against Jafel Fliho, who's a Brazilian. But this guy is 22 years old. And what I love about Mm -hmm. him, 
You got to go watch this guy's fight interview. Reminds me of John Jones when he says, do you remember when John Jones won his this fight and then he gave, gave out a game plan? He was like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to be 23 years old, youngest champion. And Listen. like every single thing this guy said and every single time I've seen this guy fight, it's like when Conor McGregor came up and he just did what he said he was going to do. This guy is that guy. And he's a UK guy, which is saying something if I'm believing in him. And I, I just think this guy is different. He seems a lot more mature for being a 22-year-old. I don't know what he's been through in his life. But, hey, I'm telling you, a guy that you need to look forward to is Muhammad Mikhaev, 9-0, and minus 900 favorite at 22 years old. And the last time we've seen a guy that high on a prelims, we already know what happened. First time, they win. Yeah, they win. But, Paul, we got to talk about the main fight. Now, I got a lot of questions for this main fight because I'm seeing a lot of different things in the interviews. I'm seeing a lot of people say a lot of different things about, about Usman, particularly. So, mm-hmm. we, got, we got the champion, Leon Edwards, versus the number one contender in Kamaro Usman. Now, have you seen the odds for the fight yet? No, I'm pretty sure Usman's been the favorite. All right, so... Kamaru Usman right now is the favorite at minus 260. Leon Edwards is at plus 196, which is slightly different than what it was the last fight, where Usman was minus 340. So he's still a favorite. Going to Leon Edwards' hometown, home country, he's the favorite. Gets a discount. So I got some numbers here that I like that I want to bring up, which I always do anyway. <laughs> we got yeah, yeah. Numbers we, guy. we got Real the numbers fight guy. to go by decision. We got Kamaru Usman plus one fifteen, Leon Edwards plus four sixty, by KO, Usman plus three ten, Edwards plus five hundred. Yep. By submission, we got Usman plus seventeen hundred, and we got Leon Edwards plus two thousand. So here are the numbers I like. I like the bet for the fight. To end by KO, either guy knock him out. Plus one sixty. For it to go to decision, either fight. You don't got to pick a winner. Minus seven, minus one seventy. So, like looking at these numbers, I think, man, it's like I don't really think Vegas knows what the hell is going to happen. I think they're really leaning on Kamara Usman to win the fight. But Paul, you already no. know. You already know what I'm saying. Tell them the numbers. Tell them the numbers of champions who fought right away. Exactly. So I was looking it up. I was looking it up. There was, in UFC history, there was 14 fights total where a uh, former champion got an immediate rematch against the guy that Mm -hmm. beat them. That means that they both fought each other the very next fight. Not that Leon Edwards fought another guy and then they fought. They fought back-to-back fights. In those fights, there's 14 of them. 13 of those fighters were favorite in those fights. Only three of them won. So the, the former champion is 3-11. and 11. That means the guy that is in Leon Edwards' position, the champ, the winner, is 11-3. Now, the only <laughs> fighters that did that were all the way back. Randy Couture. The only guy that did it was Randy. Until the last two years, we had Davidson Figueredo yes. did it against Brandon Moreno. And Amanda Nunez did it against yeah. Juliana Pena. So those numbers are crazy. Now, Paul, I want to take it even a step further. I don't know if I even told you this stat. In UFC history, when a champion got knocked out, clean knockout, 
not a doctor stoppage, a, no- a clean knockout. There was only mm-hmm. three guys in UFC history that got the belt back from the one That's that knocked him out. So Leon Edwards, clean knocked out Usman. There's only three people in UFC history that got it back. I'm they not saying it, was, it, it wasn't. None of them were immediate rematches, though. None of them. We have GSP did it against Matt Ooh, Sarah. Yeah. We Sarah. have Stipe did it against DC. And then we had Cain Velasquez did it against Junior Dos Santos. Yeah, I was going to say Cain. The thing is, though, the numbers are leaning towards Leon Edwards very heavily. And big time. And like, I'm I'm sure we were in this situation before where we were looking at a guy like Kamaru Usman, like, this dude's just a beast. Like, going into this fight, he was one fight away from tying Anderson Silva's fight streak record. And then he lost. He was almost on verge of being in conversations with. GSP, and then he got knocked out. Yeah, dope. Dope so conversation. to look at these numbers, three and eleven in the rematch immediate. Only three. I don't know how many actual fights they got clean knocked out in one. All I know is there was only three of them that did it. Yeah. I mean, you got GSP, Stipe, and Kane. I, I I'm more like, which one are you going to say? Is he going to join that category, or is he going to go make it three and twelve? I don't know what you feel about it, but I, I know what the consensus feels about it. 71% of people, according to Bet MGM, are taking Kamar Usman to win this fight. So how do you feel too. about that? I, I, I'm i not a numbers guy. Streaks are meant to be broken. Numbers, my, that's my line. Streaks are meant to be broken. And um, we just seen, we seen Amanda do it. So yeah, I think he's going to keep, keep up with the flow. Um... Me personally, I think I think Kamara is not going to take this shit. Like he's going to take it personal. I think he already. So has. I think he is going to get him out of here. You know, you ha- I think I think in a fight like this, you're in his hometown. Yeah, you're not getting a decision. I don't know no. if I agree with that though, because ah, dude, I can't. I can't Usman's not a Russian. Usman ain't a Russian. He ain't a Russian. You know, they they, they kind of like Kamara Usman's somebody that. They might want to win because they can they can promote him, move him up in a weight class or some. Leon Edwards is a guy that like he's gonna to have to defend the belt and do they really want? I mean, to be honest, actually I, now that I'm talking about it, it, actually makes sense that Leon Edwards wins because then they could probably get Colby Covington to fight him and maybe Colby Covington wins. Colby Covington <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, but um, unless it's a decisive like domination, yeah. and we're gonna talk about that going forward, what we think the game plans are gonna be because that that's how I think it's gonna be. Um, as well. Um, so I have some more numbers here. So for those of you out there that think, oh, Leon Edwards won the fight. He kills him, right? Kind of reminds me of the Alex Perea-Izzy fight. Izzy was, okay. Izzy was whooping his ass the whole fight. And then yeah, what happened? Izzy got too confident, went inside, and Alex said, thank you. That's the same thing that happened to Leon. Leon trained yeah. the whole time. And when the, the shot that he really wanted to fu- hit him with opened up, he said, thank you. And he won. I'm not saying, hey, like, you're a fighter. You got to fight till the end. Yeah, and that, that's one end. thing that's about saying, Leon. You have to still fight to the end. Yeah, so this is what I want to bring up for you guys, though. There's a lot. Of, anything can happen in, in the ring. Anything. Absolutely. You can get knocked Absolutely. out like that. We've seen it. We're, sh- we're shocked by it. Mm-hmm. So in the fight, guys, Kamaru Usman outstruck him total in the fight 189 to 64. He killed him. He had five take takedowns to one. Leon Edwards yeah. actually took him down. 
Going into the fight, Kamaru Usman was at 100% takedown defense. Leon Edwards knocked that down to 97.1. <laughs> um, but I want to dig in further with the, with the strikes because I, I really don't – like, I'm listening to these interviews. Have you seen how Kamaru Usman's like, how did you watch that fight and think you are a better mixed martial artist than me? And I agree with Kamaru because I watched the whole yeah. fight. I watched both their fights, and Leon Edwards is nowhere close to as good – at MMA as Kamara Usman. But yes. Kamara Usman learned that rec- that lesson real hard. You can't fucking let yourself off guard. Someone's going to knock you out. And, and that's what happened. So let me break it down even further, Paul. This this is crazy. The fact that Kamara Usman lost his fight is absolutely crazy. In round one, he outstruck him 36 to 17. In yeah. round two, 47 to 21. Round three, 38 to 6. Killed him all three rounds. Killed him all three rounds. Round four, championship rounds, 54 to nine. Kamar Usman could have sat in the corner and done nothing. He won the fight. But what did he He do? He tried to get that knockout, and he let himself off guard by trying to get it. In the fifth round, he outstruck him still, 14 to 10, which is crazy. So he outstruck him three times of what he did. Same exact thing went in the first fight. He outstruck him three times as many times in the three-round fight. So what, what, what do you think is going to be different in this fight, if anything, for either guy? Well, Kamara's going to be a little bit more aware of that, that, that high kick. Um, he said it on the, on the Pivot podcast that he threw it 100 times in that fight. He threw the same. He's seen that kick twice around. He was like, it's just that one was just harder. He said, it, I didn't, I, I seen it. He was like, it's, you know. I mean, it was a beautiful boom. knockout. I mean, it was just he, harder. Yeah, even Usman said it. Hey, hey, what are you going to do? It, it was beautiful. You know, it should never happen. It, it should never happen um, at all, but hey. It shouldn't have. Um, he was taking him soul for, for four rounds. Yeah, so when he you're when you're whooping someone's him. ass like that, I, I, yeah. I kind of understand that he let his off guard because he's like, this dude can't hurt me. Yeah. And hey, like what happened? He, he fucking hurt you. Um, he hurt you. He hit the button. He hit that yeah. one button. He so, dropped. I mean, like, the only question I have here is this. Kamar Usman's 35 years old. Never never been knocked out. He was only submitted before. He's never knocked out. I, I don't – we talked about this before. I can't remember what fighter it was that you're fighting a guy that previously knocked you out. How are you going to respond? It, I, listen, I've never been in that situation, but uh, I'm pretty sure, like, you're that elite. It either goes one way or the other. You either really don't yeah, care yeah. or it really fucks you up. And I can't tell he with never, Usman right now. He never took anything away from Leon. So I think this is why I think he's focused on it. Like he never said it was a lucky shot. He yeah, I agree. Like, he hit me with a good you're shot. Right. Yeah, you're right. He said he, he was just like, hey, he was like, there's nothing I could do. He hit me with a good shot. While everybody else is saying, oh, lucky cut, lucky kick. He's like, nah, he landed on me. Yeah. It's, I think he's focused. That's why when I, when I was talking to you earlier this week about it, I think Kamara's going to go in there with a, with, with a different mentality to the point where he's like, I can't let this guy breathe. I, I think he, he's he's, he's going he's gonna to try to punish him as early and as much as he can because I think with Leon, he kind of he kind of took the, the foot off the gas some rounds. I think this time he's not. He knows. He knows. He, he said, I was a meme, bro. Like, he left. He's like, I was a fucking meme. He was like, I, minutes later, I was a meme. He was yeah. like, what hurt me the most, and this is what I think right here, he said, my daughter seen those memes. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I turned the corner and my daughter was in tears. He said. I mean, I seen yeah, I seen Max Holloway say stuff been. like that, and he still lost. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. I I see what you're saying though, I, but like Kamaru is the type of guy where like. I, he's just not very good on talking. Like him talking, just he just sounds like just no. You know what I mean? Like he's not a trash talker. Let's just say that he's not a good trash talker. But hey, he's just very upfront. You, you know what I mean? He's you one make of those, a good point though. Guy. Yeah, very intelligent guy. So when he speaks, he doesn't like to. He's not a shit talker. Only with Col- Colby, and that was whack. Yeah, that was but retarded. He, but yeah, he's you're not right. Really shit talker, but he did. I do like that. He said, "Listen." Wasn't lucky. He caught me with a good shot. He threw it. He threw it many times. That fight, that one hurt the most. Did you see what they, like, him and fucked. Leon went at today? And Kamara Usman was like, uh, "What? What's your game plan to stop stop me from doing what I did the last two fights?" And he was like, "What's your game plan from stopping me kicking you in the face?" He was like, "I'm gonna block. I fucked up." And like everyone's talking about Kamara Usman's mindset, and I'm like watching yeah. these, and I'm like. What about Leon's mindset? Like, Leon knows he didn't win that. Like, yeah, I'm like, man, like, no one's paying attention to how Leon's talking. I'm like, listen, like, you beat him. Like, I get you're trying to get that in his head and ingrain that in his head. But, like, your response to it was, like, basically nothing. Like, Leon Edwards is a very beatable opponent. Like, I look at his fights. Look at his fights here, guys. Like, he's he's very well-rounded. Understand this about Leon. He's like that piece of metal that doesn't break. He doesn't bend. He can take an ass whooping and still prevail. Nate knocked him down twice. Nate should have knocked him out if he didn't give him the finger. (laughs) He's a tough fighter. And that's what Leon was like that in the first fight against Usman, too. Like, he was giving him hell. Yeah, so, I mean, I agree. I'm looking at his last fights. Like, I've I've been watching his fights. I've never been a fan of his uh, just because, like, He's, he's not very good. Yeah, he's not great at anything. He's good at everything. Nah, he's That's the thing. Artist. He's very good yeah, at everything. Uh, he went five rounds with Diaz. He went five rounds with RDA, five rounds with Gunnar Nelson, and five rounds with Cowboy. Um, my thing is, we talk about Kamar Usman. How's he gonna, what's his game plan going to be? Different. And I think what yeah. is going to be different is he's going to implement the same exact game plan that he did to Tyron Woodley against Leon Edwards in this fight. Now, in that fight, you remember how he outstruck Tyron Woodley 336 to 60, but most of those strikes were on the ground because he had his ass against the cage because he didn't want to take that power. He didn't want to have a chance to get hit with a knockout shot. He had 17 minutes and 51 seconds of control time on just two takedowns. So I, I, I remember that fight. And I was like, yo, yeah, like, first first off, yeah, he went was... from skinny Kamara to, like, this dude's on the sauce, whatever. I mean, hey. <laughs> and he came into that Tyron Woodley fight, and everyone was like, yo, Tyron Woodley didn't want it. And he took, like, Kamara Usman took Tyron Woodley's soul. Like, he, he just did. crushed he him. Did. And I just, I just showed why. 336 to 60 was 17 and a half, almost 18 minute of control time. And I think that's going to happen in this fight. I think it's going to be the same exact thing. And I don't think there's a damn thing Leon Edwards can do about it. Because Usman already yeah. showed when he grabs a hold of him, he's too weak to get Usman off of him. Yeah, I agree. So I think I think that's going to be the game plan. And I really don't know what Leon Edwards is going to do about it. Like, if he can somehow block the takedowns from Kamaro, because I think I think Kamaro's Usman's game plan is going to be shoot, shoot, shoot. 
So, like, the only thing is, Leon, if, Le if Leon can hit him with, like, a leg kick, like, not just a head kick, but, like, a leg kick to the body or a leg kick to the legs and get yeah. that memory of that kick to his head into Kamaro, he might stop him for, and make him change that game plan. That's the only thing I could see happening from Leon Edwards changing it up. Um, but for those of you out there that want to bet, uh, Kamaru Usman, uh, round five knockout is plus 2,900. Uh, Leon Edwards, round five knockout is plus 4,200. So, hey, hey, why not? I mean, I, I, I want to see Kamaru Usman come out here and be very aggressive to pressure him and close the gap. Because I think if Kamaru Usman does what he does in the last couple of fights against, like, uh, Colby, Jorge, and even, even um, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, um, Burns. He tried to keep distance. Tried to keep that distance yeah. and land that, that nice boxing combo. And he tried to hit that left, left, right, which he did against Burns and he did against Jorge. But that straight uh, is nasty. Leon Edwards got That's too good. much of a, of Arsenal where, like, Burns and Jorge and even Colby are one-dimensional strikers. You know, like Leon, yeah, Leon, Leon will do like a, he'll do like a flip kick and hit you. So I feel like if you close the gap on Usman, I mean on Edwards, Usman, yeah, like he's just better. He's just better than him. But uh, yeah. hey, Usman might come out here and, like I said, get kicked in the ribs once and be like, oh fuck, and it might change the whole fight. I don't know. Um, so what's your prediction for the fight? What do you think is going to actually happen? First, let me speak about how Leon has a poster. During in his training facility of him landing that kick. Yeah. If you're still if you're still celebrating that, you're not ready for this fight, in my opinion. So you need you should have been having picks of you getting your ass whipped one through four. Just to remind you, like, yo, I, I got I, okay, I, I got a, I got a shot on him, but he owned me for four four rounds. Um like I said, I think Kamara should be uh I think Kamara's gonna go in there and mull him, just like you're saying. Tyron Woodley uh, game plan is a great way to yeah. describe it. Get him up against the cage, hit him with a lot of those body yeah. shots. Those body shots he was in time around were vicious. Exactly. He was just beating vicious. him. The uppercut, the uppercut. I remember, like, watching that fight and be like, damn, like, someone should throw this he towel just, in. Like, he, he can't stop him. He can't stop him. And just, we, ne we never seen that happen to Tyron Woodley. He was at, like, a 92% yeah. takedown as well. Yeah. And, man, like, every time Tyron even tried to take him down, Kamara just threw his happen. ass. It, it was like, nah. Um, he... I think, like I said, he has to get an out. He has to put pressure on him early, and and stay on it. Letting Leon breathe just a little bit is going to give him a little bit too much confidence. Like, okay, watch this. Like, because he, he only needed that much to breathe in the first, in the first, in the last fight to land that kick. So if I'm if I'm Kamara, I'm I'm not letting you breathe. I'm beating the shit out of you every single. Round. I don't care in the fifth round. Even if I'm whooping your ass, I'm taking you down, and I'm keeping you there. Yeah, you're not you're not going to be able to beat me. I agree with you. I'm gonna I, be sure I you're not going to be able to beat me. I agree with your game, game, plan. game plan, but I think he can get him out of there by the second. I think if uh, – I'm not saying he can't, but I think if Kamaru Usman tries to stand up and knock Leon out standing, I think that's the wrong move. I think he absolutely yeah, can. Um, we obviously seen him knock that whore, right? Obviously. Um, yeah. Leon, Leon's yeah, just a harder guy to hit until later rounds. Like, because Leon, Leon's yeah. gas tank kind of fades. So I think, like, if Kamaru can pressure him early – and then stand up yeah. maybe in like round four. Really. I think he can knock yeah. him out in round four or five. Um, Leon, I don't think Leon's has ever been stopped though. That's weird. He hasn't been stopped, it. but like if you go back and watch his fights in the DS fight, he was pretty gassed in that fifth round. 
Uh, who was? Who against was? the RDA he fight. fight. He was guessing the RDA fight, too. And he was guessing, yeah. he was guessing the first fight, the second fight here. Uh, but, I mean, like, as, as Usman showed, he might have landed a lot more strikes on him. But he didn't land a lot of actual damaging, significant strikes because of yeah. the way Leon moves. So, I mean... I, I really don't know what Leon Edwards can do to win the fight, except just get lucky again, to be honest with you. Unless he gets out there and tries to take Kamara down and is successful. Yeah, I mean... somehow goes for a submission. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know this. I'm not sleeping on Leon because last time we slept on Leon. And So let's, let's, let's make a hypothetical here. Let's say Leon Edwards wins the fight. What happens? What does Usman do? Fight Colby. Yeah, fight Colby. I, th- I think there's, there's no way in hell a new champion doesn't fight Colby. Yeah, so everybody's bashing uh, Colby because he's not taking a fight. I'm like, you think he's stupid? He's waiting for this. If if yeah, if Edwards like, wins, he gets title he, shot. He's there. He, I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty I, sure Colby is there. Yeah, he, in my opinion, I don't think he deserves it because he's not active. But is is he the nah, most talented in the division? Yeah, probably. He probably is. Um, so I, I agree with you. We got Colby going. What do you think happens if Kamara wins? What happens if Kamara Usman wins? 35-year-old Kamara Usman, if he wins his title back? Yeah. Um, I, I don't think he has anything left. I there, think he does There's not. always that, that big match going up to 185 and fighting uh, Izzy, but not that's not going to happen. He ain't doing that. He's I don't, th- I don't even think he would fight Alex. I don't think he would fight Perea. I, I, think I don't think not, it, it's yeah. a fight that makes him go. I don't think the fight with Perez will make him be like, ah. Well, I mean, we're speaking of that. I, I honestly think we've talked about this. I think if Kamaru Usman wins, I think he retires because his knees are so fucked up. Everybody's talking yeah. about how bad his knees are. Um, and I think if Alex Perea beats Izzy, I think Alex Perea either moves up or retires as well. So it's like we could possibly have back-to-back events with no champions after, which would be crazy. And I really mm-hmm. think it's a po- very high possibility of that happening. So uh, I, I'm curious to see what happens. It's going to be a very interesting. It's a very interesting fight because also yeah. if Kamaru Usman wins, does he fight Hamzat? You know, Hamzat's always there. Can he make weight? Is he going to get a fight? I don't know if he yeah. – why would you? I wouldn't fight Hamzat. <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, yo, I'm done. <laughs> How much you pay me? Like Hamzat, I'm pretty sure Hamzat should be – he needs to get a little bit active too. I mean, he just – He just he, fought a couple months ago. He fought a couple months ago. Yeah, he whooped but, up uh, Holland. Holland's fighting in April. Oh yeah, but it was it was a it was an opponent switch though. Yeah, I think that was on purpose though, to fuck Dana White. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I'm just like throwing it out there. I don't really know what's gonna happen there. Um, I I I don't know. I think uh, if Leon fights Colby, I think Colby mops him. I really do. I think I I just don't see that pressure, man. Yeah, That's like Colby's different. Like. I mean, you got to remember, like, Usman has been champion now. Well, he was, obviously. But, it, yo, it, it's hard. We just seen Valentina Shevchenko lose. And like, pe- people don't remember, like, when you're the champion, you got to do all this advertisement. You got to do more media time. You got to yeah. do a lot more stuff than train where it's hard. And I think, like you just said about Leon Edwards having that poster up, I think he's starting yeah. to realize that. And he's the champ. And in my opinion, from seeing what he's saying – I don't like when I see champions talk like he's talked. They usually lose. <laughs> I don't either, man. He's, he, mind you, he is a Brit. He's he's like, he has that little cockiness to him, like a Tyson Fury, but yeah. he's calm. I think that's just his personality. I mean, to be calm. he looks incredible, though. Leon Edwards get hyped. Yeah. When Jorge two-piece them. Yeah, I mean, listen. Remember, that, remember when like, Jorge hit, hit him with that two-piece in the backstage? 
Yeah. I, 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 I've never been a fan of him. Um, I honestly think if Leon fights, he's either going to fight Colby or he's going to get a rematch against Bilal. Um, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't really want to see Bilal fight, but I think he deserves a fight there, to be he honest with you. He, it's tough. There's, there's, there's a lot of good fights. Like, Waterweight division is always really good. So it's like, yeah. there's always going to be a couple guys that are getting screwed over that are getting championships. Yeah. So that, that could possibly happen here because, like you said, Colby's probably going to get the title shot if Leon wins. Yeah. And everybody's going to be in there. A couple people are going to get screwed over. Uh, but mm-hmm. hey, it is what it is. So, what is your prediction for the fight? How's it going to end? Who's going to win? I think he presses them for four and gets them out of here by four. Okay, so you During got, you got a I think the stand is gonna kill him. I think he knows every single round he has to have him on the ground. He has to he has to have he has to have Leon physically either pinned up against a cage or on the ground. So eventually I think he's gonna catch Leon with something. Okay, so you got a round four knockout by Kamaru Usman? Yeah. All right, so guys, that's a knockout for Kamaru Usman is plus three ten. Round four knockout by Kamaru Usman is plus twenty six hundred. That's Mr. Soup's pick. Now my pick is I love I love a knockout. But I, like I said, I think it's going to be a, a Tyron type of fight, and I'm going to go Usman by unanimous decision at plus one fifteen. I think uh, I that, like that. But don't worry, I have a KO plus decision at minus two twenty. I like that as well. I'm taking both of those. Uh, but hey, honestly, like if you're going to bet, um, if you're going to bet Leon Edwards, bet him at uh, KO or decision at plus two ten. I think that's the play for the Edwards side. Uh, because you never know if he's going to knock him out again at plus 500, maybe. He's not going to submit him, so it's it's either going to be a KO or a knockout for Leon. So I like that at yeah. plus 210 as a slide pick. I'm not taking it, but if you're a Leon fan and you're like, oh, I'm going to take the money line, just take the knockout decision, plus 210. Yeah. Get, get a little bit more bang for your buck. That's what I would do. Uh, it's basically the same thing as in winning anyway. We got to talk about the co-main event, though. We got Justin Gaethje, number three, going up against number six-ranked Rafael Fizev. Now, not a lot of times times do we see a Justin Gaethje or even a higher-ranked opponent as an underdog in this fight, but we see that here. I'm actually very surprised at the lines for this fight. I'm not saying I disagree or agree. I'm saying I'm very surprised. We got Rafael Fizev. Minus 245 favorite. Justin Gaethje's plus 186. For the fight to end by knockout, Fizev plus 140. Gaethje plus 320. We ain't even going to talk about submission. Uh, by decision, we got uh, Fizev plus 240 and Gaethje plus 750. For the fight to go to distance, yes, plus 164. And no, minus 215. For the fight just to end by knockout, either guy. Minus 175, and for it to end by decision is 320. Minus 320. Um, or, sorry, a lot. <laughs> minus 120. Three was a different number. So, I don't know if you've seen Fizev a lot. Have you watched a lot of his fights? Yeah, he beat, uh, he knocked out RDA. Yeah, so he whooped RDA's ass. Like, he, he but RDA's I've already questioned that fight. RDA is kind of old. He's yeah, he's still good. He's still a great fighter. He's still a tough fight. But it's like, all right, so you're going to go from being old RDA, who's on a losing streak, to favored against a guy like Justin Gaethje? I, I don't know. I mean, it's telling me that Fizev is really good. It's also telling me that Vegas is saying, yo, please bet Justin Gaethje. Bet him. 
bet him. Because you know all the fanboys, Justin Gaethje, rightfully so. Guy even claims he's the most entertaining fighter, which probably is. Um, he is. Yeah, he's pretty damn good. Even when he's knocked out, it's very entertaining. Yeah, so I, I, I find it very hard to bet against Justin Gaethje, especially considering the fact that his only losses in the last six years are to Khabib. Uh, Charles and Dustin Poirier. You got two actual champions who wrestle, and Dustin Poirier, mm-hmm. who was interim champion, who doesn't wrestle. So it's like, Fizev isn't a wrestler. So, like, yeah. I don't know how this keeps happening, but how the hell does Justin Gaethje continue to get matched up with guys that just want to stand and throw? Like, it's unbelievable. I love it. <laughs> like, I love it. <laughs> like, his last few fights, who'd he be? He'd be Chandler. He beat Ferguson and Cowboy. All three of them were like, yeah, let's throw. I want to yeah. get knocked out. I'm going to knock you out. And, like, Fizev is like that, too. He's like, y'all, I want to finish the fight. Like, it's crazy because you got Justin Gaethje has won nine straight fight bonuses, whether he won or lost. Nine straight fight yeah. bonuses. Fizev has won five. So everybody was real hyped about the Michael Chandler-Justin Gaethje fight. I'm telling you, this fight is going to be very fucking similar to that fight. It's going to be entertaining. So, I got a couple things here that I actually have that I think could be very controlling for the fight. So, one one thing that we have, Justin Gaethje, his strikes landed per per minute, 7.46. Strikes absorbed, 7.86. Five zero. So Takes what he gives. But the thing is, he lands 31% by kick, which is like... You already know, I love Justin Gaethje because he's a guy, like, if you want to implement a leg kick, bring this guy to your camp. Like, this guy's the best <laughs> leg kicker in the business. He's going up against a guy, though. One of his best arsenals. He's going up against a guy as well that has 32% leg kicks. And Fizev, Fizev lands, similar. he lands 4.81 and he absorbs 4.86. So these are both guys that like to throw and get it. Uh... Justin Gaethje got 19 knockouts. That's 83% of his wins are by knockout. And Fizev has, uh, of his 12 wins, he has eight knockouts. So I'm telling you guys, like, it's going to be a great fight. Uh, Fizev hasn't really, his last couple fight, fights, he beat RDA, a guy that has takedowns. Yeah. He fought Riddle, a guy who does takedowns. And he knocked both of them out. Now he's fighting Justin Gaethje, a guy that isn't going to try and take you down. So I'm actually curious to see if, if Fizev has the ability to live up to that minus 245 line. And yeah. I want to see if his, his uh, the videos that he's putting out of his striking, I want to see if that translates to Justin Gaethje. Because I'm telling you guys, if it does, Justin Gaethje's going to look like Kamaru Usman. He's going to get a head kick knockout. Like, this guy has some crazy, like, crazy fucking techniques. I don't really know what he specializes in. But, you know, he's, he's entertaining. So... Are you comfortable betting against Justin Gaethje? Or are you taking Justin Gaethje? No, I'm not. Absolutely not. I'm not comfortable. Because um, I know Justin Gaethje is going to bring war. Like, I, he's going he's gonna to press. He's like watching Artero Gotti. Like, Artero Gotti and Mickey Ward were two guys who were going to press you. And that's what Gaethje reminds me of. He's a warrior. He's a blood. He's one of those guys that doesn't care to bleed. He just wants to fight. He, he prefers um, to bleed. <laughs> he, prefer, he prefers it. Like, yeah. you said he hit seven point what minute? Uh, 7.46 striked, landed, and 7.86 absorbed. So he takes what he Time. gives. This is a brawler. It's, this is a dangerous guy right here. But the thing is, like, I, don't, I don't ever remember him getting hit more than he hits, 
That's crazy thing. When I looked at the numbers, uh, Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez fight is the perfect example I can give you. Because yeah. Eddie actually boxed really well that fight. Yeah, Eddie beat him. So and he, he he made he made him he hit he made he made Justin Gaethje do that, like flip. Yeah, like, he punched him. Uh, but I think this fight, Justin, Justin Gaethje knows. Ah, I'll never get another shot if I lose this guy. So I want to make I want to make it hell. Yeah. So I'm I not think, betting against uh, Justin Gaethje. I think he's gonna grind out a decision. I don't think it's gonna go. I, I don't think it's gonna be a knockout. He's gonna grind out a decision. Yeah, that's why I'm looking at like everyone expects Justin Gaethje to get a knockout, right? But like, no, he knows he knows his title contenders are going after. That. Yeah, like he didn't knock out Chandler. He didn't knock out Ferguson, and he didn't knock no. out Cowboy. But he won those fights. He did knock out uh, Ferguson. He did knock out Ferguson. No, Chandler, Chandler. Chandler was the first one to knock him out. Chandler hit him with the up kick. Ferguson didn't knock him out. I don't think he did. Yeah, yeah, you're right. right? You're right. You're he beat right. the shit out of him. He beat the shit yeah. out of him, but he didn't knock him out. Uh, which yeah, turned to Ferguson. He's crazy. But I'm saying though, like, so for his odds to be to win by decision at plus seven fifty, that, that that doesn't make any sense to me because it's like going by what he does and what what Fizev Fizev is twelve and one. He ain't been knocked out. He was nah. not. He's he was knocked out. His only loss though, Fizev. But it was a go back and watch. It was like a spinning. Wheel kick. It was fucking crazy. He never been knocked out by a punch ever. Um he, he doesn't really take any damage to the face either, Fizev. He's the guy that takes a lot of damage to the midsection because he's always moving in. So like guy hit him in the body. Um but like I I like that bet at Justin Gaethje by decision at plus seven fifty. I wanna see it knock I wanna see it. Listen, like I love Justin Gaethje. He's, like he even says, he's the most entertaining fighter on the UFC roster. And I I find it hard to find anybody that isn't better than him at entertaining. But at uh, at decision at plus seven fifty, I love that number. I'm not taking it. it. I ain't taking I'll it though. So. Um, I'm taking my guy Fizev unanimous decision plus two forty. <laughs> I think the end of Justin Gaethje is upon us. I think uh, these uh, like near Russian fighters. Yeah, they're, they're they're turning up. <laughs> they're turning up. Yeah, we're we're uh, this. We could be seeing the last of Justin Gaethje as a contender from here on out. He's gonna he might get that Tony Ferguson role where he's just gonna be thrown in there for guys. I think. Like um, I think uh, I seen in one of his interviews, and he says after he wins this fight, he wants to fight Dustin Poirier again because he lost. And, solid, solid. Um, Dustin Poirier said it before too. After he lost the title, he says I don't really think I'm gonna fight for a belt anymore. I just want to entertain. So I, yeah, regardless, so yeah, I think regardless of uh, if Gaethje wins this fight, he's going to get Dustin Poirier next. I think that's what happened yeah. regardless. Um, will it be for a title fight? Uh, con- will make him in title you contention? Say? Maybe. If he wins, yeah. Um, if he loses, yeah. Because <laughs> he's Justin Gaethje. You want to see him in the title yeah. fight. So I think even if he loses yeah. this fight, I think he's still, uh, like you said, I think it's he's on the end. But he's still he's still going to be there. Because, you know, he's... Oh, my God. He's in... He's having, be being Justin Poirier is, is like, put, putting that on your record is huge. So, because it shows you can put up with the, you know, the pressure. So Well, I, I mean, he, he's probably looking at his, his guys that beat him. Uh, yeah. Alvarez is gone. Uh, Dustin Poirier doesn't have a fight. Charles is fighting Darius and Khabib is gone. So, he's probably like, you know yeah. what? I'll avenge Dustin at least. Yeah, I, I, I like his thinking. He didn't by any means say, yo, I'm going to win this fight and then fight in. He just says going forward, I think that's the fight to make if all things go well. 
Um, yeah. He had all respect. He's like, yo, we're going to beat the shit out of each other and the better man's going to win. And I love that. Absolutely. That's what he always says. And it's like, hey, um, everybody, he, I think he was the underdog against Chandler as well. I'm not sure. I think Chandler was the favorite. I forget. I think it was a slight favorite for Chandler and he won. Uh, but hey, I'm telling you, like this line, I'm telling you, it's telling everybody, yo, bet Gaethje. And whenever, whenever the UFC does that, Vegas does that, like, it's usually not not a good fight. It's usually uh, yeah. uh, ends bad. But like being Justin Gaethje, I can't see like I, I can't picture him being knocked out. You know, I really can't. So and I can't picture Fazev at plus nineteen hundred getting a submission. Um, he's not that type of fighter either. So no. I I've, I personally think it's going to be a, a fight of the night, possibly fight of the year. I'm staying away from this at all all costs because I, you can't bet against your guy and you can't bet your guy. He's not. He's not. Yeah. He's not my favorite guy. But it's like, it's like Max Holloway. You don't bet against Max yeah. Holloway, even if you think he's going to lose. You know, I'm a Volk yeah. guy. I never bought. I never bet Volk over Max. I'm like, Max is too damn good. He can knock him out quick. Same thing can happen here. So, you guys got to make sure you're tuned in for this fight. I'm telling you, it's going to be an absolute. It's going to be fireworks. I personally have Fizev UD plus two forty, but hey. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We got a couple other fights on here, Paul. I know you're probably entertained with Gunnar Nelson versus Brian Barbarina. Oh, I love, Gunner. love Gunnar Nelson. I think these two are made for each other, too. Him and Brian Barbarina. Barbarina. Like, that Barbara guy Rana. is, as you would like to call him, a gatekeeper. <laughs> uh, he really is, though, in terms of what it actually means, not what the meme means. Uh, but, yo, Brian Barbarina's a guy, like, He's always a dog, and he, like, I ain't comfortable betting against him either. Like, that dude's just, like, he's the same kind of guy as Justin Gage. He just wants to brawl. But Gunnar Gunner Nelson's, like, listen, Gunnar Nelson is, is a beast. Like, we don't really need to talk about this fight a lot because I don't think this – I think this fight was just put on here for pure entertainment. I don't think it has anything to do with title contentions. Maybe. I don't know. Um, no, not, not that division. Yeah, so we're in there in the welterweight division. We got Gunnar Nelson is minus four thirty, and uh, Barbarina is plus three twenty. Do you Wait, see so anyone? His name's Gunner. He's his name's Gunnar, and he's from Iceland. Yeah, I, I personally think uh, I, I like I I think this might be the only finish of the entire main card. I in my different. I'm not saying it's going to be. Just by like based, I, I'm very confident to say that Gunnar Nelson is going to submit Brian Barbarina. Brian Barbarina cannot wrestle. He when he gets on the ground, he whoops his ass. And what does Gunnar Nelson do? He submits people. Uh, he got I think I forgot I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, I think he has nineteen submission wins or something, some shit like that. So yeah. I mean, hey, I'm 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 gonna bet Gunnar Nelson by submission there. But hey, entertainment fight. We got another fight on here that I I need to talk about because I want to hear your opinion. We got the first fight of the actual fight card. We got Marvin Vittori versus Roman Dolizzi. We got Vittori is minus 295 favorite. Dolizzi is plus 220. Marvin's ranked number four. He's fought a couple title fights, a couple guys that have been there. Dolizzi is a guy who is from Georgia. We just saw me rap. And he kind of fights the same fucking way. <laughs> um, 11-1, man. He beat Jack Hammerson, too. So, I mean... I want to talk about that a little bit, though. It, this is another fight that I'm, I, 
I'm a Dolizzi guy. I don't really like Marvin Vittori. I feel like he's one of them guys that is just he's good, very overhyped. I feel like he's in the wrong division. I th- I think he should go up a division. Uh, sh- yeah, I think he should be up. Uh, he he showed he could make that in that Paul Acosta debacle. He made and he 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 looked great in that weight. He looked great. He's a guy that yeah. wants to pressure you. He wants to push you against the cage. Whereas like these middleweights, like a lot of them move too good. And I feel like he starts fighting like the top tier of guys. That style that he does doesn't really work. Um, I'm not taking nothing away from him because he's really fucking good at pushing you against the cage and pressuring yes, you. And he has cardio out of the fucking ass. Like this dude's cardio is phenomenal. Um, but we got a guy, Roman Delice, man. This guy's a jujitsu master. Like he's a beast. His takedowns are phenomenal. He's phenomenal submissions. But the only thing I want to bring up is that I want to bring up that Jack Romanson fight. Marvin Vittoria is a guy that takes you down. Roman Delice won the Jack Romanson fight by knockout. But in that fight, the control time for that fight, Jack Romanson had control of that fight was what? Do you have it up on your phone? No, no, I'm literally. I'm, All right, so I'm the control the control time for that fight was over five minutes, and he knocked him out in the second round. So, like, so he basically had him down for a round. Basically had him down the whole round. Delici had a sprawl. He got up. He knocked him out. And I'm only bringing that up because Marvin Vittori has a unanimous decision win against Jack Hermanson. And he's a wrestler. He out-wrestled the guy that out-wrestled Delice. So, I like to see fighters grow from what they did and learn. So, I'm curious to see if Delice learns and he gets better at, like, not allowed like he wants to fight you on the ground. Yeah. He's just not that great on his back yet. He's very good at top position. He's very good at doing transitions. But he gets gets gassed out very easily. So in this fight, it's like whichever guy gets the style going first for him, whichever guy actually gets the takedowns first, I think wins the fight. What is your projection for this fight? Huh? What is your projection for this fight? That's why I'm quiet because I don't. I'm thinking like you think you think it's gonna um, be a finish, right? I don't know because the Lee test type of guy where it's like he can knock you out or he can grind you out, and I feel like Vittori is like he's big enough to knock you out. He's good enough to submit you, but he grinds it out as well. So the odds for KO: Marvin Vittori seven fifty, Dolize six hundred. Submission plus 650 for Vittori, plus 750 for Dolize. By decision, minus 125 for Vittori and plus 850 for Dolize. So, uh, this is this is actually it's, interesting. It's, now it's, she it's threw weird. the numbers at me. Yeah, it's very weird. How we, how we talked about the last fight. Um, do you remember a couple fight cards ago where, where we did it? And I was like, yo, none of these like odds make any sense. I don't know what to make of them. That's this fight card. I, I don't know what to make of like like how are you, you know like plus six hundred plus seven fifty plus eight fifty, but you're plus two twenty. Like should yeah. one of them be like plus two hundred two fifty then not like eight hundred like it doesn't and then you got Vittori seven fifty six fifty and minus one twenty five. It's like at like if he's gonna be if like the odds for them to finish the fights the way they're gonna finish the fight are as high as they are. That the fight should be a lot closer. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So it's like, I don't know what to make of this. 
I, I'm I'm leaning towards a, a Dolize decision at plus eight fifty, just because I like uh, a, a three round fight opener. But the thing is, it's an opening fight. If you look at the last yeah. three pay per views, the opening fight was a finish. It was a finish, yeah. So that's why I'm like, man, I don't know. Like this is that that's what makes this even more interesting where it's slotted at. Uh, so I don't know. I I, I think. Uh, We've yet to see Vittori get caught and have a bad chin, so I don't know about the knockout. Uh, like I said, like it's going to be a ground fight, so why not take one of them to win by submission at plus 650 or 750? I think I'm going to run with this submission. Who are you taking, though? Which guy? <laughs> I'm going to take Vittori. I don't know why. Someone's telling me, eh, go for Vittori. Okay. I, 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 think, uh, I think it could happen. Like I said, he's very good. He has nine submissions, 11 first-round finishes, so it could happen. But I like I don't know what to make of that fight. The fight card's a rough one. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I have my numbers. So far for the year, I'm 63, 19, and one overall on the money line. That's 77%, considering the fact that last fight card was bad. That was that was my worst one of the year. So uh I don't know for this fight card though either. I don't like it at all. So far I got uh I got Roman Delice winning. I took him by decision. I can't disagree with that. I took him by decision, but when I look at the other fight cards, the first fight's always a finish. I ain't comfortable with that. So, like, mm-hmm. if I look at it, I feel like Vittori has a better chance to submit Dolize. So, it's like, all right. So, I might do uh, – I might switch it up to do a Vittori submission at plus 650. That's what I think I'm going to go with. I'm going to switch it to that. <laughs> um, we, had, we had another, another – UK person I want to talk about real quick. We got the main event of the prelims. We got number 15th ranked Jack Shore in the featherweight division fighting Maquan Amirakani. Listen, Jack Shore lost his last fight, and now he's the minus 490 favorite. Like if you guys want to bet a fight, I'm telling you, like, knockout win by Jack Shore. It's in the UK. They want to start going into the main event. By a flash. So I think Jack Shore is getting a very good draw here because it's at the UK and they need somebody in the top 15 that can actually make a show, finish the prelims. So I think Jack Shore here, guys, I think he's an up-and-comer guy. The only guy I lost to is none other than, uh, I forget who it was. Um, he just won last fight card. Uh, I forget. I don't remember his name. The Brazilian guy beat him. Uh but yeah, Jack Shore is a guy to look out for on here. Really good. Um, other than that, there's really no other fights I really like that people need to worry about except uh, the early prelims. Another UK guy. We got Leron Murphy. This guy's Leron a, Murphy. He's eleven and who one. Actually beat, who actually beat uh, his opponent? He beat uh, Jack Shore's opponent. It yeah, beat. Uh, which is like, I don't know, like, uh, I guess they want the, the white UK guy instead. <laughs> I don't know. It makes sense, I guess. Uh, but, Leron, uh, I like the name. Leron Murphy, 11-1. and one. They don't even have odds for him. Can't bet him right now. I'm going to whoop the guy's ass. But mm-hmm. I, I, I highly skeptic that because he's fighting a guy named Gabriel Santos from Brazil. So I think that's going to be an entertaining fight. Like, anyone with the name Gabriel Santos from Brazil – I'm willing to bet they're going to scrap. So I think that's going to be a great fight. But Leron Murphy 
is the man. Levi I think he's a Murphy, my man. Levi, he's Murphy. a guy to look out for. Uh, I, I actually like him a lot. I, I follow him on uh, Instagram sometimes. I see him; he's cool. I like that. But another UK guy that I don't like, he's a minus three eighty favorite. I hope he gets knocked out. He's not going to. Is Jack Hadley? I hate the motherfucker. Nah. Uh, he, ain't he was talking all this shit to Mokayev, and then Mokayev shows up and he ain't say nothing. And it's like, all right, what's up? Uh, I think they're going to fight each other next fight after they both win. But uh, he's another guy to look out for. Um, and, and then, yeah, we got that. We got uh, the, the main event. We didn't talk about the women's fight. Jennifer Maya, Casey O'Neill. That's going to be a good fight between two women. And the Jennifer flyweight. Maya is always, she's always entertaining. She has like 38 fights or something. Like, like she's a vet. I love yeah, it. It's... Uh, and Casey O'Neill, I believe, is 9-0. As well, uh, she's yeah nine zero. So you never know. We see we seen that like nine zero. You're only minus one seventy five going up against Jennifer Maya, who's been there, done that. Might be a sleeper upset for you guys to pick. I'm not picking it, but hey, why not? <laughs> Could happen. But other than that, you got anything else you want to talk about for the fight card, or are we just gonna I'm bet? Good, all I'm good right now. I'm good. Yeah. So hopefully, right. Usman shows I'm up. Excited. So. Five o'clock's a good start, so I like it. Yeah. So, guys, be sure to tune in Saturday. The fight card starts at what time does the actual fight card start? 3 p.m., right? 3 p.m.? No. 1 p.m. Fight card starts at 1 p.m. We get to see my man Lee Ron Murphy fight. And then the main main event, main card starts at 5. That would make the main event at roughly 7, 7.30, give or take. So, tune in about 6.45. For the main event, uh, you gotta watch yeah, the Gaethje fight. Man. So turn it on at about six thirty. Go watch the Gaethje fight. You gotta yeah, watch that. Probably six thirty. You best bet. Yeah, I think actually, my man Lee Ron. I think the last three fights are gonna be very entertaining, but definitely the last two fights are unbelievable, phenomenal. The rest are kind of. Eh, I don't really care about them, but uh, yeah, I I honestly like. Hope it's an entertaining fight card. I'm gonna be watching it. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, anything else, brother? Nothing. We good to go. St. Right, Patty's Day. March Madness. Shout out. Shout out to all the, uh, those, those uh, black Princeton. <laughs> Yo, uh, speaking of Looking March Madness, it, it wasn't even eight games Looking in. Arizona. So I saw the stat. It was eight games in and point zero or sorry, 0.12% of brackets were perfect. There was 21 yeah. million brackets. on. That's just on ESPN. And I think CBS. And that means it was less than 200,000 of those 20 million were perfect. So, I mean, hey, whoever, if anyone's listening on here and you're one of those 200,000 people that has that perfect bracket, please give us a call because you are the luckiest better and picker ever because I know you don't know shit about basketball. You're just lucky because <laughs> uh, ain't nobody was taking Princeton and hey, maybe they were because Arizona and Virginia are two teams that, that love the choke, but I find it highly l- unlikely that someone was taking Princeton and Furman. Uh, so yeah, I, point there. I would like to see them. I'm going to bet most of those brackets probably had one of the other ones or twos losing. So hey, but as of now, they know what they're doing. So tune in. But enjoy the fights. And uh, as always, Paul, it's always good to break down the fights with you. Uh, we got Usman, Gaethje, Fizev. I don't even have to mention Leon. I don't like you. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> Anything else, brother? That's it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. 
Enjoy the picks. Go win some money. Peace out, y'all. Be less. See you.